What's going on, you guys? It's Mackin, and I'm back for another episode of Happy Sad Talk Thing. My guest today is Carly Webster, uh, who's a great songwriter, a great singer, and a great friend of mine. And I'm stoked to get to conversation. Um, It is Sunday. I'm in my home. I'm just coming back from a bicycle ride. And it was so nice. And I was just like riding around Silver Lake on my bicycle, listening to Staying In with Emily and Kumail, the podcast. And it was so nice. It's such a good podcast. And they're so smart. And uh, they really calmed me down. Uh, it's a great podcast. I can't recommend it enough. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling like it's interesting how the weekend still feels like it's so burned into my brain. That the weekend is the weekend that even though I've been a freelancer for many years and from uh, for two decades probably I would say, um, and then you know pandemic happens and time becomes that much more uh, non-existent and the weekend it's still like. Saturday and I'm gonna get a pizza gonna you know freaking cut loose with the boys <laughs> oh man I had a pizza last week it was so fucking good from tomato pie and silver lake can't recommend it enough uh yeah so I think I'm feeling exhausted I've been doing like a lot of zooming this weekend you know, which is great, but I'm, it's been a lot of output. So I'm excited to just kind of like take it easy the rest of this day. I think things are taking different amounts of energy than they normally do, which is, I think, tricky to square in your heart and your mind, you know, where it's like, oh, why was that little phone call so exhausting? Or why was doing... It's mainly, I feel like, simple things that end up being very exhausting. Um, And I think it's because uh, there's all this extra weight around everything, and there's also just the energy that's being consumed all the time with, like, fear and anxiety and stuff like that. And so even in normal times, I'm, like, (laughs) giving myself shit or whatever for being tired. But... I gotta not do that, and I gotta not do it now, especially. So, I um, yeah, I don't have much to say, and so I just I'm gonna get straight into the episode because I'm so excited about it. Um, there are, I will say, I'm like proud of the audio quality of this show in the pandemic. Um, it has been interesting to navigate. I think in pursuit of. Just like uh, nice recordings, it has presented other problems. Um, so there's a couple. We're recording this over Zoom, and then we're each recording our own separate ends. So sometimes you can kind of hear me on Carly's end, um, and there's a, sometimes some lag going on. 
and uh, basically, it's fun. I, I think it sounds good, and you don't have to listen to like. <laughs> which is my impression of a lot of podcasts lately. Um, but I feel like most podcasts have like figured it out, and like honestly, the ones that where it's they've had to do a phone or something, it's like been fucking fine. And I just like shouts out to all of the podcast creators um, that are making podcasts for me to enjoy in my life. It's been really nice. Um, weird thing happened this week where I was like behind on podcasts. I'm like normally so ahead of it, where I'm like. There's a lot of podcasts that drop at like midnight, and I'll, I would usually like listen to those. Like my next day's batch of podcasts. <laughs> Anyways, so um, yeah, crazy time. In the, you guys heard of this? <laughs> you guys heard of this? Uh, oh snap! Okay, I gotta stop talking. Uh, time for the episode. Uh, Carly's great, a uh, wonderful person, and here's our interview. Here we go. Hello! Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm full of chicken nuggets. Yes, I was gonna ask you, because we were texting just before this. I'm sweaty and full. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what happened? Sweaty and full is a mood. I feel that most times. I I ordered a six-piece chicken McNugget. I opened the container. There were five. So, I don't know what happened to my sixth nugget. That's a crime. That should be a crime. Yeah. And that wasn't the only crime. So I, it was a happy meal. <laughs> it was a happy meal. So it came with a toy. Tell me about the crime. It came with a toy. And it's yeah. it's for the Trolls movie, the Trolls okay. World Tour. And I, Trolls World Tour. I've got a lot to say to this toy designer. I wish I had it with me because I tried to look for it. And she she also just disappeared. So I don't know no. what's happening. Um, but she it was like this little troll chick with pink hair and her arms just go like this and that's the toy design oh yeah but <laughs> you just move and her this arms is, you're into this toy design or you have notes i hate it i hate it i think <laughs> it lacks creativity yeah horrible design mm. and i'm a professional toy Do designer you- so i would know <laughs> so- do you have memories of happy meal toys from the past that you're stoked on I remember being really upset. I don't know how old I was, but McDonald's did a thing at some point where the boy Happy Meals had like those little tech decks. And the girl remember ones. Remember when there I, were boys and girls Happy Meals? Yeah. Did they still do boys and girls ones? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a regular Happy Meal <laughs> consumer. <laughs> I just, I, I only wanted six Respect. nuggets, not ten. And there's no in between, you know. Like that's another that's another flaw in design. Like there needs to be the right amount. Why can't you just nuggets. order any number you want of nuggets? Well, even when you order six, you might only get five. So <laughs> really, really rough life. 
I remember so specifically, I think it was when Spy Kids 2 came out. Oh, my God. There was a commercial for a Happy Meals toy where there was, like, a a blue car with, like, big wheels, and it would, like... You could, it would like hit the wall and then like turn over and go the other way, and you could Whoa. like wind you could like wind it up and stuff. And then the kids in the commercial, their jaws like fully <laughs> dropped and like hit the table and was like. And so me and my sister Madison, we like got the cars and we were like, "Oh shit!" And then we were like trying to get our jaws to like fucking fall off our faces and hit the. <laughs> <laughs> the oh table and we were like we were pissed that it didn't happen we were like what the hell <laughs> we it's got so, the cars it's so interesting when you think back to like early 2000s and like 90s commercials there was some yes. traumatizing shit on those like <laughs> gushers commercials are scary i don't remember gushers commercials you gotta you gotta let me know what they or what were. am i thinking of am i thinking of like capri sun or something where people would just explode <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't about? remember these, but I could totally see that happening. I have a memory, and I could be making it up because I'm really good at at lying to myself. Um, about a, a Capri Sun commercial where someone like crushes their Capri Sun pouch and they just explode. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's this it. This is vaguely ringing a bell for me. Well, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so I think you're onto something. Afraid of those. <laughs> they just they they're very good at scaring me in particular. But anyways, <laughs> tell me about your wall. I got very acquainted with your wall. Yeah. While um, uh, while you were grabbing the microphone. I'm have That's a, couple, a beautiful wall. I have a couple gaps. It's a lovely Thank color you. and it looks like it's full with the fun things from your life. Yeah, I uh I tried it. Well, I went through a phase um, I'm always in a phase and there was a phase where anywhere I traveled, I like, I, I tried to like collect like a little trinket of art. Um, I, I don't, I would, thought that that was like the coolest thing to do at the time. And, uh, that's sick. There's just, they're all from different places. <laughs> and I, I wrote on the, each one, I, people listening to this are, wait, will they be able to see this? Um, <clears throat> no, I don't think so. But I uh, maybe I'll do a maybe I'll do a picture maybe I'll do like a screenshot. All of oh, all God. of these little art pieces on the back. I wrote the date of when I got it and I wrote where I got it. But I can't even see that part of it. So that's just on. That's for my wall to enjoy, <laughs> and I enjoy the other side. Just a little secret for your wall. <laughs> Where's the Friends Forever one from? That I. Oh, well, you know what? I actually bought that for an ex-boyfriend um, like years ago. Like, I thought it was cute. I thought it was adorable. And then I showed it to him and he was like, friends forever and was insulted by it. So I was like, fine, oh, no. you, you don't you don't get it. So that's why that's on my wall. <laughs> was it purchased for a boyfriend at the time or it was an already an ex-boyfriend? No. He, he he was my boyfriend at the time and I thought like yeah. friends forever like you're my yeah. dude like this is this is sweet <laughs> and uh, it was not he wasn't well having received it. so oh no it's the centerpiece <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah thanks well, says a lot what how are your days going what are your days like are they different are they the same do you have a routine Oh, I, uh, routine. Mm. Um, well, I've been like, I've been 
a serial arsonist, basically. I will start. I'll, I'll start a project. I'll start these little fires, and I am like slightly obsessive. Like when I when I when I start a project, that that is my life for an hour, and then I move on, and then I start another fire, and I do that for an hour. So I have like probably like 13 different things that I should be finishing and <laughs> they're not finished because in, in in like the gaps where I stop one project and move to another I'll I'll think way too deep and go through that like you know when your brain goes into that like wom, 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 like the depths of <laughs> where you don't want your brain to go <laughs> so yes. it's been a lot of uh roller coaster rides of feeling very productive and feeling like this is a routine into what is time and then to I should remodel yeah. my whole bathroom and then to yes wait I should be making music it's it's been I've been a mess <laughs> but how how about you <laughs> me too that really hits home um <laughs> I'm curious because I know that you're also playing Animal Crossing, or at least you were at, at one point, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing a lot of Animal Crossing. <laughs> Me too. I'm playing so much Animal Crossing. And I'm like, it's, I don't know if you've had this experience, but like, I mean, I've always, you know, I've enjoyed like decorating before, but like after, because that game is like so much about like just like acquiring furniture and like customizing right shit <laughs> that I'm like now like seeing my house in terms of like Animal Crossing <laughs> and just being like okay I'm just like hit the storage button and like rotate this and like or I'll see mm -hmm. like a cool like piece of furniture at my neighbor's house and I'll be like oh like fuck like I hope I get the DIY yeah. recipe for that we're, we're cool all stained becoming table professional, <laughs> professional interior designers straight up straight up do you have do you have a theme a theme for your for your home or for your island yet no, I'm not. I don't either. I just have like a, I'm just trying to fill the room. <laughs> <laughs> I got out here. I got a main room. I got my bedroom. I got a kitchen. I got a big old bathroom. Wow. I got like a fun attic with Ooh. like some fun stuff in there, and then studio basement where I love to Ooh. rock. Hey, you've been you've been paying Tommy well. I uh... dude, I I owe Tom straight up two million dollars <laughs> right now. <laughs> I don't even think I've paid him for my third room. I've just been so. Here's my thing. I tell me. I'm so like I mentioned earlier. I'm so obsessive. I I play Sims too. That's my other like go to game. Hell yeah! If I sit down and start playing it, a whole day will go by and I won't. Yeah. I won't realize it. So I've I'm specifically the left the Switch at my boyfriend's house for when I go like say hey. What's right. what's up? Let me play the switch, and then I like peace out, and uh, that yes. that keeps me from from making the best island in the world, basically. So thank God <laughs> for all of you guys playing Animal Crossing, because if if I had my switch on me all the time, I would have the Game best over. island in the world. Right? But, no, it's far far I behind. Saw, I saw a thing on your Instagram the other day. Where you were like, did you make like paintings of villagers? <laughs> yeah, that's one of my little fires. I uh, <laughs> I tell me about this. That's it, they looked amazing. I um I started painting all of my villagers. Uh, I'm not I'm not an artist. Like I'm not like I don't really draw that much. But uh, I they looked great. Well, thank you. Um, I. I've been really good at buying things I don't need, and one of those things was like this this adorable little like paint set. 
of these like jelly paints and I thought okay what a what an adorable thing let's make adorable things and so I've been painting um my villagers while in class like I've been doing that like while like I have my my zoom um yeah class going on and I'm not paying attention I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm painting Tom Nook that sounds very hard to be able to like have to do zoom college it sucks are you graduating? Is this last <laughs> Zoom college or is this? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't respect. know when I'm graduating. So I'm just kind of rolling with the tide there, and I don't even know where the tide's at. So I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll dude. finish when I finish. Yeah, respect, respect, respect. But I had my last my last class today for the semester. Nice. Oh my god, hell yeah! What classes are you taking online? I had to take a marketing class. I had to take a writing class and then venue management class and critical listening. And then I took a a Bob Dylan like anthology class. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. Just had to listen to his music all the time. And you What'd know you what? What did you learn about about Bob? Oh, what were you well, going to say? I I signed up for the class already knowing I loved his music. And, like, in my head, I was like, yeah, and he's, like, a dope-ass person, too. Well, this class class changed my mind on that. And it's been a really interesting thing to, like, come to terms with loving someone's Mm. music and then just not being down with who they are (laughs) as a person. Right. And then I ended up writing a whole paper about that because it's been such, like, a... A battle in my brain. Is he a bummer of a of a guy? I don't think he's a bummer. I mean, he's a, he's a human being, and he right. uh, he. I think I can't speak for him. He's still, especially because <laughs> he's still alive. But he right. he went through he went through a lot of phases in his uh, in his career, and is still going through them, which is crazy. He like just released another song, and it's thirty minutes long. Um, so if you got wow. 30 minutes, Wild. is this the JFK one? It, is it JFK, JFK one? I know he put out, I think recently, I don't know if he's put out another song, but I think he put out some song about like the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Oh, living in the past. He's, but... he's, he's getting, he's getting to all of it. You know, one, one song at a time. <laughs> it is crazy because he's this mythical creature, you know? Well, at least he wants to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) I think the oh, sorry. You you go. No, you go, dude. Well, the thing the thing that I think struck me the most, like learning more about him, it's all based in my own personal like trauma and experience. All all of this like opinion, and of course he he spent an early part of his career being very much pro socialism pro personal growth and finding your own awakening and however you get there that's great take down the big man like very yeah liberal forward thinking thoughts yeah. yeah and very fitting for the time and then he became a christian and wrote a christian album that essentially shut down all of those ideas that he wrote about before and i'm like wow what the fuck, dude? I where'd that go? And it's it's so not cool of me to do that. I know because people do change and grow, and I, me 
calling myself like a free thinker should be like, yeah, that's dope. Good for you. But then there's right. a part of me that's like, no. Why? Yeah, what happened to those ideals? So that's all. That's all I'll <laughs> say about that. I wanted to I want to share with you a quick Bob Dylan story and then I have other things to ask you. But it's that my friend uh <clears throat> Andrew, who is friends with Bob Dylan's like grandson or something, someone that's related to Bob Dylan. Anyways, I had like just moved to LA and I was like very starstruck and I was like Whoa, I was playing in this guy's band and he was telling me a story and uh, he was saying that like he was in South America on a canoe with uh, his uh, his friends and Bob Dylan was in the back uh, uh, drive, driving the canoe. He was <laughs> handling the canoe and uh, they were doing a joke where they were saying like to the Transformers theme song, they were just like doing little things just like snake trader, I will trade you snakes. And they were Wonderful. just doing different stuff. like. That. And then at one point, uh, Bob Dylan chimes in on the bit. And he's from the back of the canoe just says, Death Rider. And that's oh it. And like, doesn't, and like doesn't do the end of it. <laughs> and this story blew my fucking mind. And I told all of my friends from home, I was like, you guys got to hear this insane Bob Dylan story that my friend told me. And it turns out that my friend was just, he was doing it like he was fully fucking kidding. And I like didn't know. Oh my God. <laughs> he was just like making up a bit. And I just was like really just taking it, oh, taking man. him at his word. And so I had been like spreading this Bob Dylan <laughs> story. Oh, man. And it's like, and as soon as I found out it wasn't true, I was like, of course, that's the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard. But I was like, I really wanted it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm that's so, my Bob I'm, Dylan story. That, I think that's that's like one of the most traumatizing. I I don't want to say traumatizing, but it's a really sad thing when you've convinced yourself things are so true. Like in your head, this is this is Bible. Like this story happened. I remember it like this, and then to have it be completely torn down by someone being like, "No, it didn't happen like that." And yeah, it rewrites your whole life. <laughs> and I was thinking about something similar like that. Like, obviously, it wasn't a friend story, but I found out recently that I'm not Scottish. And that was really intense. <laughs> Whoa, tell me about this. All my life, I thought I was Scottish. I, uh, yeah. I would go to like Scottish festivals with my godmother. I'd wear kilts. I uh, yeah. I had it's a part of your identity. I had a shirt for my clan that my last name fit into. I got that. Yes. I had to like talk with my principal principal because it had a naked dude on it, and I had to be like, "This is my family," and yeah. um, got it cleared with with the school for me to be able to wear this shirt. So you fought for this part of your identity to I, like represent I it. Fought for my Scottish heritage. Come to find out, it's all a lie. I oh, <laughs> I'm no! not Scottish. <laughs> Did you do a 23 and me? I did a 23 and me and I'm Irish. And it was like <laughs> Which is wonderful. I'm I'm very proud yeah. to be Irish, but what am I going to do with all my Scottish merch? <laughs> so, if anyone's looking for a Scottish kilt, merch, call me up. Dude. 
I, w- I did one of those and I was expecting fun. Uh, I just like wanted to, I guess, be more diverse than I am. Mm. And it was just like 100% British and Irish. And <laughs> are you happy with this? <laughs> and I was like, okay, thank yeah, you. Well, thank you for showing, showing, showing me how privileged my background is. <laughs> Carly! Tell me about these little fires. <sighs> Painting. Painting's one of them. Remodeling yes. my bathroom. I um, I don't know what I've done to convince myself I deserve my own HGTV show, but uh, I I've been watching a lot of Home Depot's YouTube videos, which is yes, so specifically for older white men. Um, and that's a culture trip. That that is an interesting hole to go down if you're really bored. <laughs> um, so yeah, remodeling yeah. a bathroom. Trying to paint when I don't really know how to paint. I uh, I've been macrameing, like I've been, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, braiding braiding um, string and making things. <laughs> and yes. I just bought a bunch of stuff to be able to make jewelry. I um, have been trying to write music. There, uh, I've been trying to do everything. <laughs> That's well, awesome. Yeah. Crafting. Well, activities. Crafting. Yeah. Home improvement. Yep. Just Hell about anything yeah. to to keep that that brain wave thing from happening. I'm really good at like just just falling down bad existential crisis right. mental holes. Yes. So. Yeah. I anything feel that. to keep me from going there. How has like mental health been for you in the quarantine? Well, at first, I think I I was very rational with my thought of, like, mm-hmm. this is such a good thing for everyone. Like, greater good, that's wonderful. And that kept me in a positive mindset for a couple days. And I was doing – I was, like, handling it a lot better than I thought I would at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, then – I started thinking about my therapist because I haven't been doing therapy for like a couple months now because she like released me from therapy, which was a whole thing in itself. And then I started thinking like, interesting, yeah, um, because she thought that I like was was good and like had learned a lot to be able to like try it on my own. But that's what I kept thinking about. I kept thinking about how she gave me that that like freedom. And that's when I started like tearing down the spiral of like. Oh my god, I'm not ready. I'm so not ready. Like I need her again and I can't have her back. Um and had my first anxiety attack um probably yeah. about 2 weeks in. But you know, I am so grateful to have friends and family in my life who keep a very yeah. open line of communication and are super non-judgmental and um know where I'm at and I know where they're at and that has been huge is just communicating with people and yeah friends are great um and just being able to tell them how i'm feeling and to have them relay similar emotions just knowing that we're not alone and we're being so forgiving with ourselves so that's been really great i've i've had a couple tough moments um but they keep happening and (laughs) they're going to and just kind of accepting that as a part of this whole process i think has been the, the best way to deal with it. Um, mm. But yeah, there's, 
there's been like a lot of uh moments of like thinking back to I don't I don't know I, you came from like a, a religious background like as a as a kid right or am I making that up S- yeah. no yeah I Somewhere. went to Catholic high school yeah yeah okay that's where um, I'm getting that yeah I my family was like it was pretty loose around the house like we didn't really talk about God mm-hmm. as a family or anything um but we, we you know we went to church twice a year and uh then I went to Catholic high school and that's sort of my well how was that experience in brief <laughs> um Oh boy, this is a whole rabbit hole, and I I would love to talk to you about this, but I I wonder what your well, what your point was. My I've been thinking so much about I because I grew up in a, in a pretty strictly Christian home. Okay, and yeah, um, one of my best friends and and a lot of friends in my town. That's kind of wh- where I where I live. That's like kind of a thing. Okay. it's like a lot of conservative Christian people. Um, is there is it a specific denomination of Christianity? I think mostly like Southern Baptist is kind of the thing around here. Um, Word. So that's uh, that's a lot of fun. But I <laughs> I grew up basically like living in the church, and I've been thinking yeah. about that so much. And uh, I've been writing a song. I I started it a couple weeks ago. That's about like cults and cult mentality. And mm. for some reason, I've been just stuck on that concept of how. My experience with religion so closely relates to cult mentality. And Mm. then I think about how this whole quarantine thing and the way we're getting our information is related to that. So that's been the main Mm. wormhole that I've been falling into is how how we allow ourselves to be programmed and then deprogrammed Mm. and how we can get to that deprogram part a little bit quicker. And... uh, in terms of mm. mental health, that that's been like a concept of just the whole deprogramming and thinking about my friends who were raised in such strict moral and ethical values that you have to like destruct yourself from at some point if if you don't see that right. being the path you continue going down. And for me, I didn't really break away from that until I was like 17 or 18. And I mm-hmm. feel in some ways like I've I've felt that I'm like behind in terms of how I have come to terms with a lot of my own self-realization of values and morals and ethics and stuff. And so quarantine Mm. has been a great opportunity to like do more of that self-assessment and talk about, talk about it with my friends, what that means. And um, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I, I talked way too much about that, but cult mentality. This is, I'm, This is amazing. I'm like fascinated and I like I totally hear what you're saying. For me, for me it was like less of a strict like moral and ethical place. Like I feel like me and my dad would talk about ideas and stuff and it was it was like and I'm 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 grateful for that. Like it wasn't a super imposing sort of like uh dogmatic thing in the home um and like right. You know, like if I wanted to talk about other ideas or something like that, like that was that wasn't off limits, which was really, I think, cool looking back, like to be able to like shoot the shit and like philosophize with my dad. Um, yeah, that's but, that sounds uh, awesome. But I still have like so much. I like I forget how religious I was. Like I will look back at like diary entries, like you were saying earlier about like you tell yourself a story, 
And I'm like, I always thought I was just like kind of like agnostic, like on the fringe, just like, hey, whatever, this is cool. I'm here. I'm not here. But I look back at like some diary entries as a kid and stuff like that, and it'll be like, okay, like I, I like, I do my prayers every day, and like, I would be like talk about like God and stuff, and I, I don't remember that very much, which is interesting. Um, but I remember on like my Catholic high school like entry essay, I like wrote that I like saw that everyone like believed in God, and I would like felt like excluded from that, and I like wanted to be like inside of that with them you know and because they were like why do you want to come here right. to the school and i was just like i was like i was like everyone's like in this like club <laughs> and I, like, I feel like i'm not in it you know <laughs> um <laughs> but first like i do have like yeah. an internal there is like a catholic thing that like runs deep into my core where like i don't identify as a catholic um, I know some cool Catholics and like obviously mm-hmm. there's like institutional uh, horrors and atrocities currently happening and historically that have happened. Um, but I know some like going to religious high school was cool because I saw people that were like doing it in like a from a good place and like weren't like they were just like trying to love better, you know. Right. And like I was like, oh, that's cool. And I like. The moment I kind of, like, stepped away from it in my heart, I got to see the, like, value of, like, the ceremony and the ritual and stuff. And anyways, blah, blah, blah. I still have the, like, even though I I feel more agnostic these days, Mm -hmm. um, I still have, like, a fear of God deep in my heart. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I still, like, if there's, like, something related to the devil in a horror movie, like, it really Uh scares me. (laughs) Even though consciously I'm not like like logically like that doesn't square with my brain, but like deep deep in my heart of hearts, I'm scared right. of the devil. Right. And um, I still have like internalized shame that I that goes hand in hand with culture and stuff mm. as well as far as like sexuality, Catholic and, guilt. Yes, I mean that's so why I have a lot of that in my heart as well. Right. Which I also feel like every single culture is just like. That's that old Jewish guilt. Oh, That's yeah. That's that old Catholic guilt. That's that old <laughs> Indian guilt. It's like, <laughs> like, I feel like every fucking culture, it's like the parents are repressed and have a lot of guilt. <laughs> and every like culture, I feel like, claims it as like, That's just Italian. That's just Greek right. guilt. <laughs> I mean, it's just so, it's so interesting that like forever, shame has been used as a way to control. And mm. like, that's, that's, I think about my because uh, a lot of people in my family are still very much invested in in Christ- Christianity and um, as right. as not just a, a belief but as a religion as a tradition and are, are very mm. cool people and are very open about it and can have really great conversations and I've always been like the black dog anyways like I've always been kind of the one to pose questions and and ask things that people don't want to answer or just don't want to be asked. Um, but that, like, like you mentioned earlier, that, that feeling of wanting to be in, in like the in crowd of (laughs) of the church, like that. Very culty. That's, it's so culty. I actually, um, went to a church when I was little that ended up moving, like they, they ended up being a cult and they all moved and like created this like commune style living in like Texas. That was that was something. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. 
fun Dang, stuff. Wow. Fun stuff and, and you were there in, the in their in their pre-Texas days. Oh yeah. Well, it, it's there's a story involved because my I can get into it or I don't have to get into it, but I can also just give the Spark Notes version. But <laughs> let's get the Spark Notes just because I want to hear about other parts of your life as well. But I fucking love talking about this with you. Okay, well, okay, Spark Notes. I went to a bunch of different churches growing up because my dad was a worship leader. He would like go start a worship yeah. band at a church teach them how to use their technology and then we moved to another one and we did this like five times and um one of these churches uh i don't i don't it, it was called church on the rock i don't even think they're called that anymore but anyways at this church they would have um like a like a girl scout and boy scout type system where you got badges for learning a bible verse and stuff and we would have yeah. these meetings yeah. and um there was this one story where we were leaving one of like the Wednesday night meetings early um, to go spend the night over down at like Disneyland because we were going to Disneyland the next day and we were so excited, my brother and I, and they got so mad at us and told us that God was going to uh, be so upset that we left 30 minutes early. And so we were crying. We're, we're these little kids and we're crying thinking like God's going to be so mad at me because I'm going to Disneyland. And <laughs> that's fuck. Yeah. So that happened. And then um, they they told my brother that because is my dog too loud? No, 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 no. I'm saying it's crazy that they were shaming children <laughs> with the fear of yeah, God. Children going to Disneyland. Um, and then they told they told. <laughs> but they told my brother that because he left early, he had to write a report on the stars. Um, not at all about Christianity or God, but like about like s stars, uh, astronomy, mm. just out of nowhere. And so my mom was like, no, you're not doing that. Like, that's stupid. And then there was this mm. other whole thing. We had to like wear our, these uniforms to the church once a month. And um, we had to like look a certain way with like our hair being a certain style and my brother had long right. hair at the time because right. that was the look um and one of like the the kids told him that if he had long hair he won't go to heaven and that it was like a really bad thing that he had long hair um and even the leaders were telling him that he had to cut his hair to look like a good kid and his response was jesus had long hair yeah so, <laughs> he didn't end up cutting it and um there were all these other weird things and it was in that church where i right. found out that santa wasn't real because the pastor told all of the kids that santa wasn't real and that christmas should this be about god <laughs> this is fucking crazy <laughs> and, and the final straw that like kind of kicked us out of there because my my parents are so wonderful and they were just trying to figure right. out what was the best way to guide us with a religion when we were younger and um there was a sleepover yeah, and it sounds like their faith is really important to them yeah yeah it was super important and they they were just trying to like give us some guidance when we were young but yeah the thing that ended it was there there was a a sleepover that they were having um just for the girls uh at this church and I, of course, was like, I have to go. Like, uh, all of my church friends are going. They're going for this big sleepover. And my mom was like, no, you are you are not going to this thing. Like, I'm not letting you go to this church sleepover. Because it was at the church. It wasn't like at someone's house. It was at the church. And um, my mom just got, like, a really creepy vibe. 
And I mean, thank God she did, because a couple weeks after that had happened, literally everyone moved to Texas. And I don't know what happened at that sleepover. It could have just been a fun sleepover. I don't know. But um, right. there's a lot of stories that have come out of there. Yeah. Those are just my own. But I, yeah. it's, it was a, a good old time at Church on the Rock. That's really wild. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious fun. where where you're at uh, these days. I mean, as far as as far as God goes, as far as Christianity goes, um, spirituality, where do you feel those things like fit into your heart? Where are you at? Um, it changes a lot, and I've I've just come to accept that as where I'm at is it it's constantly changing because mm -hmm. I when when I was about 17 or 18 I was starting to lose my faith like for real like it was like actually happening it wasn't just doubt um mm. and so then I invested a lot of time into thinking like oh well there has to be one like I have to pick a religion because that's all I knew all I knew was a life that was led by religion so I right. I dug deep in, right. into Buddhism. I dug deep into Catholicism. I, I, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out which one was for me and mm. nothing really stuck. But there's fragments of of all of this philosophy and all of these religions that I really do enjoy. Like I, I mm. love I love the story of Jesus and I, I love parts yeah, of, of Buddhism. And, and th there's just there's so much quality I believe in in the values of these traditions and I right. I believe in a god. I I like to think that we have god and we have someone who is like doing doing the simulation control up in the sky. Um but I also really like my free will and my mm -hmm. my ability to enact change in the world without feeling like I'm doing it for anyone other than myself and for the greater good. And yeah, I, I think just being a good person shouldn't have to depend on who's telling you to be a good person, which was my, mm. my, is my biggest critique of the religious lifestyle I grew up in. So, right. Yeah. I, I'm a lot more spiritual than I am. Um, religious i just don't really mm -hmm. i think i'm too lazy for tradition um so i i just i i believe you in... want me to memorize this whole thing <laughs> yeah i can't I, I can't remember a single bible verse <laughs> but all of that is very beautiful well, and i appreciate you uh being like open well i mean there's i I it can be so tough because having family that's still so into the Christian world and there's there's clearly judgment. Right. But it's okay. It's all right. I'll take it and I'll right. it's it's just life. It's just life. Yeah. Right, of course. And I'm I'm sure that there might be a degree of like, oh, I want to find my own way but I don't want to like sever this connection to my family and I don't want to like isolate mm. myself from that you know yeah yeah and that's I I'm thankful for my mom when it comes to that because she's also very open-minded mm. she still considers herself to be a part of the Christian faith but still will have conversations with me 
where we push the boundaries a little bit together. And it's so comforting to know that anyone in my family can can disown me for feeling differently, but I know my mom won't. Um, and I, I, my, my family, my family won't period, but it's really nice to, to be able to talk about like vibrations and, and earth's energy and like stuff that Christianity doesn't really want to focus on and still feel like Mm. that's okay. And I, I'm very, very grateful for that. And I have very spiritual, not so religious family members too. And that was a big part of my life growing up too, not just being religious, but also just experiencing mother earth as as a god too and so that's another integrated Mm. part of like my mentality that my family also i guess that's that's super not christian but (laughs) it's just no it's i'm my family's philosophy in some way hell yeah that's really special that you and your mom have that together yeah i love my mom She's the best one. Yeah. She's the best one on the on on the, the best planet. one. That's fucking sick. Moms are sick. How is being in a relationship in quarantine times going? It's been fun. <laughs> um I don't I don't live with with my partner. Uh we don't we don't live together, but uh I have been I don't know how allowed it is for me to go stay with him for days at a time, but I've been doing that because I'm, I get so stir crazy that I have to like, I have to move myself to a new place just to feel like life is still happening. And I'm, I know that I've had so much privilege in being able to do that. And I cannot imagine having to be stuck in one place all the time, which is completely, I'm just totally smashing the whole point of quarantine by saying that. So, I, no, every, it, I mean, I, I feel like been, yeah. lots of people are like going back and forth between like or going over to their parents' right. house and or their partner's their partner's place. If their partner lives in a different place. Yeah. And that I think it's been like my saving grace, though, is knowing that like I do have another place I can go to. Um, I'm super, super yeah. grateful for that. And uh, yeah, it's been nice. We've been cooking a lot. Um We've been Hell playing yeah. a lot of video games, which is something I like don't get to do a lot. So Animal Crossing, I've just been living it up. Um Yes. Yeah. What are you cooking? Uh I cooked oh well baked. I baked sugar cookies with this like cream cheese lemon frosting on top. Yeah. They're they're so good. I'll send you some. Why don't I great. send you some cookies? That sounds like the greatest thing of all time. I'm going to send you cookies. We'll do that. <sighs> that sounds great. Yeah. I'll share them with my roommate and I'll send you something back. I don't know well, what yet. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. That sounds very nice. I, uh, I cooked steak and I don't really eat red meat. So that was a fun experience. Um, word, word, word. And I'm really good at cooking steak. So maybe I should be eating more red meat. Hell yeah. Yeah, cooking a lot of stuff. What about you? Have you been have you been getting funky in the kitchen? Or just I... getting funky with postmates cuz that's, that's <laughs> also valid. I've been keeping it very vanilla with postmates in terms of just like <laughs> I order my shrimp pad thai that I get and I get it like once a week and it's part of me wants to like get out there a little more. But um 
In the kitchen, what have I been doing? Pretty much the same stuff. I mean, I got a soda stream, which is pretty much Ooh. the biggest, most exciting piece of news in my personal life. Because <laughs> wow. I drink a lot of, uh, of bubbly waters. And it so, is just so great that I can just have a fucking full mason jar of it. Can can you like can you make whatever soda you want? I guess so. I haven't looked into that a- a- aspect of it. I'm just like, give me the bubbles, give me a lemon wedge, and see you tomorrow. That's my most of my life. Eat those bubbles. Eat those bubbles. That's a big. Eat that's a big part of my day. Bubbles is acquiring bubbles. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> it's a Carly. It's a mate. <laughs> it is amazing. It's amazing to eat bubbles. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty wild. I don't understand. I don't understand the science of it. How the C, there's like a CO two yeah, cartridge and a little thing, and it. I don't get it. And it's like CO CO two or uh, um, aliens, probably both. <laughs> but either way. It's it's amazing. <laughs> Fuck, that's very. Wait, but good. are are you? Um, ha, were, were you the kid? Were you the kid? Um, when you would like go to Seven Eleven or to like a fast food place, and you would get every soda flavor in one cup and drink mm, them all at once. Ye old suicide. Yes, I believe it as it's referred to. Um, Let's pick a new name, please. Right. <laughs> Hey kids, <laughs> what are we doing here with the name Suicide for just three different sodas together? <laughs> Let's pitch new names for that drink. Um, Rainbow Surprise. Uh, Rainbow Surprise. The, the big, the big, uh, the big swirl. The big, the big mistake. <laughs> the big mistake is maybe the best one. I would do a big mistake at summer camp. There was like a, I was the type of kid that you could dare to do anything. And I was like so desperate for like attention and stuff Uh that I would like, I would love to do crazy dare. And like, so (laughs) I remember this one, like, do you ever, you ever be looking up guitar tabs and (laughs) there's like a ad for, did you ever see ads for Power Chord Academy? Oh yeah. Get out of here. That's that's all there was. (laughs) I went to there. I went to that camp and I, I it's, it was a great time. And I there at that camp there was like at cafeteria one day. Um we were, I think it was at I think we were staying at the American Jewish University, which is like on the one oh one, I wanna mm-hmm. say. I don't Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think I remember passing it. Anyways, we're there and uh everyone is like putting crazy shit in this cup, you know. It's like Powerade, pepper ketchup mustard Ooh, no. like just crazy stuff and everyone's like throwing cash on the table and they're like whoever drinks this gets all his money and wait i'm like sorry 40... how old were you and how much cash was on the table i think i was 12 and i think it was like 40 dollars and i was like that's like a million dollars in 12 year old money. that's a million dollars in 12 year old money and i drank it and i was like got 40 did you keep it, it down very strange I did keep it down, but I remember it. Wow. I was a little shake. I was a little shaky the rest of the day. <laughs> oh my god! You know, my friends and I were actually sharing camp stories over Facetime the other day. Love camp. Kids are scary. Like the things, the things that <laughs> we did. Up, they're dude. so <laughs> scary. 
And when you saying when you were you were you you mentioned the kid like wanting the attention at the camp, I was yeah. kind of that way. But I will never forget being so traumatized by seeing a kid put a spaghetti noodle through his nose and no. he, he pulled it out of his mouth. And that image is just, it's locked in my brain. It's like the Mona Lisa of my mind. Like, it is the, the image that is just like, I can't get it out. The it's, Mona Lisa <laughs> of my mind. It's there. Damn, that's good. It's got Fuck. a big plexiglass cover. It is protected, <laughs> and it's not going anywhere. And I Yikes. just want it out of there. Respect to that kid. Camp gives kids way too much freedom. I don't I don't know how we got away doing the things that we did. I remember so vividly at camp playing like did you ever play like green glass door or like how many elephants are on my no. finger or like those like those little like word games? No. Do you want it or like black magic? That sounds familiar. You're going to have to remind me though. Okay, we're. I would want to. You, we. I think we need more people for Black Magic, but we can do Green Glass Door. Do you want to do Green Glass Door real quick? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so butter can go through the Green Glass Door, but cream cannot go through the Green Glass Door. A puppy can go through the Green Glass Door, but a dog can go not go through the Green Glass Door. Now you can ask me if something can go through the Green Glass Door, and then once you figure out. What can go through the green glass door? You let me know. Or you can make a guess as to like what the rule is for things that can go through the green glass door. Oh, my God. And I'll rattle off more examples. Skittles can go through the green glass door, but not Sour Patch Kids. And peanut butter can go through the green glass door. And jelly can go through the, the green glass door. But marmalade cannot go through the green glass door. This is bringing what? me back to Catalina Island camp when I was like 13 <laughs> On a Wait, hike I went Calvin, to camp on Catalina Island too. Kid. Did you go to CIC? I don't know. I went to camp. Camp is by the sea. That's what it was called. Word, word. I wonder I if it know. was the same camp. I'm gonna retcon mm. that we were just at the same camp on different yeah. sides of the camp because that yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> Wait, I'm I'm so stuck on this game. Can candles go through the green green glass door? Candles cannot go through the green glass door. Um. Hmm. What about what else? flat screen televisions? No, they can't go through a green glass door. Too big. Doesn't have anything to do with size. Uh, <laughs> I, I realized, I was like, this guy's confusing to say. Can um, I go through the green glass door? Hmm, Carly Webster. No, dude. It has to do, it has to do with the, the name and the spelling and the number of letters. Mm. Right? Am I on to something? Um, an ass can go through, and a butt can go through, and a foot can go through, but not a hand. You got it. You got this. You got this. You got this. A dog. A dog can go through. A dog cannot go through, but a puppy can go through. What? I, I had it. <laughs> Damn. Can paper okay, go gonna, through? Paper cannot go through. Pepper can go through. <laughs> Copper can go through. Oh, I get it. A bottle can go hit through. Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. Bottle. Yes! Um, you got it. A millennial can go through. Yes, I'm pretty a, sure a, I don't college, know how to spell that a word. A college can go through. Yes! 
a llama can go through. Look, we're, see, now we're the cool kids at the camp. And now the other kids are like, what the fuck? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, now, yes. Oh, dude, my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to. Let's if people people listening to this don't know. I don't want them to know. I want to keep this yeah. our little secret. Let's not a tell button. them the rule and see if they can figure it out. A button <laughs> that's going through the green glass door. We're not going to reveal the rule. <laughs> Hell wow. Yeah. This, that Carly, just expanded my mind. That was that great. Was, what a lovely, lovely time. I, I'm <laughs> curious about I'm curious about your music and how your music's going and what's, what's going on with you and the <gasps> tunes. Listening, um, writing, I, I, uh, recording. What's what's good? I've been writing a lot, um, and interestingly enough, I, I realized this yesterday. I've been writing a lot of like love related songs, and mm. I don't really write love songs. But none of the love songs that I've been writing are about like my own my own mm. experience, and. Uh, right. I've, I've been like making these people up in my head who might exist, might not exist. They probably yeah. exist. Yeah. But just like writing about their experience and um, that's been kind of cool because I've just never, I've never really been good at writing love songs, but it's always been something, everyone seems to be so good at it. So I'm like, I want, I want mine, please. So I've been trying, I've been doing that, trying and like also trying not to try. Um Right. Which is which is basically writing in a nutshell is trying and trying not to try. Uh, Damn! Well, yeah. that's good. Trying, that's a very good way to talk more. about writing. <laughs> I love that. What about you? How has how has inspiration been blown in your direction? Um, it's like I would say it's about the same. I wouldn't say it's like a time of more inspiration or a time of of less inspiration. Um. I mean, there's definitely, like, motivation comes and goes, that's for sure. Mm. Um, it's been nice to, like, give myself the excuse to, like, spend time doing stuff. Right. Um, but I, I don't, yeah, I don't feel like things are flowing necessarily in, like, a much of a different way. Um, but I'm, right. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm kind of going, I'm kind of, like, writing little songs and then, Spending lots more time, like I would say, like demoing things and like trying to make little recordings in my room. I'm calling everything little, which I That's fucking right. do all the time, and it's bullshit. And like I don't need to call everything <laughs> little in my life yeah. just to fucking disparage make everything myself. Massive. Call everything I'm writing, huge. I'm writing the biggest songs. Yes. <laughs> I'm making the biggest recordings. <laughs> <laughs> Taller than my head. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely massive, a two hundred pound song that I just wrote just came out. What of are me. you listening to? I've been trying to listen to albums from start to finish lately, Hello. so I'll kind of just find a an album I like and do it from start to finish. Um, I recently listened to the ELO album, and I. I think I'm pretty sure it's called Out of the Blue. It's the one with the it's the classic Yellow album with like the little space thing. And uh, I only know I only know the hits by them. I don't know I don't know the records. So I gotta oh, hear that album. Man, well, let me tell you, Jeff Lynn is a genius, and I it, I highly recommend listening to that album with some nice headphones on, lay back. Have a drink, have a smoke, have neither, have a glass of water, do whatever you do, and just enjoy. 
It's have a bubbles. Pour yourself a big mistake. Yes. <laughs> pour yourself a big mistake. Eat those bubbles. <laughs> have five chicken nuggets. Oh, yep. And make fun of your trolls. Um, your trolls <laughs> toy. But just enjoy the music. You- that has been. My favorite album during quarantine. Hell probably. yeah. I'm going to fucking listen to that maybe even today. Do it. Do what you have I, any other hot, hot wrecks for, uh, for the people at home before we go? Um, I was going to do, I, I could think of some TVs and movies, but you know what? No. Just, I recommend doing what makes you happy and not. Not being hard on yourself this quarantine. Just mm. just be kind. Be kind to yourself and whatever that means to you. If that means eating an extra sugar cookie with lemon frosting on it, do it. Because I'm about to have my third today. And um, if you want one, anyone listening, I'll send you one. Wait. Yeah, I'll do that. Sure. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll stand by that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But yeah, just be kind to yourself. <laughs> be kind. And um incredible. Listen to music that makes you happy and that album is is the one for me, so I recommend that. Where can people find your lovely music? Your great songs. Um Spotify. Massive songs. <laughs> My little itty bitty songs can be found on <laughs> Spotify and iTunes and wherever you like to listen to stuff. Hell yeah. And You're there on should the Instagrams. Be, I'm on the grams. I've been posting. What's, your, what's that dang handle? It's Carly Webster Music. But my name's spelled K-A-R-L-I because my mom just had to make it fun. Um, we love it. That's that's that. And I, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> and I'm here. Dude, thank you so much for making time for this. This is a true joy. I have to pee so badly. <laughs> Oh, too many bubbles. <laughs> too many bubbles. And this is so great. And thanks for braving all the technological hurdles with me and uh, yeah. for doing a podcast. It's been fun. Learned a lot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk again soon. Let's write a song or something. I missed. I'm, I can't hear a word you're saying. It's just it's hardcore <laughs> glitching out. Amazing. Well, you're the best, what and I will. What is happening? Oh, you're back. You're back. Hello. 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 You just went through the time warp, but I see you again. <laughs> what did it's you... the gods telling me to wrap my shit up. <laughs> um, I'll see you soon. Let's let's yes. do something soon. And you'll have to send me where your address so I can send you cookies. Yes, that sounds incredible. I'll send you my address. Send me this recording whenever you have a second, and okay. uh, let's write a song or something soon. Oh my God! Please! Oh my God! Yes. That sounds. That sounds like uh, it, it's it going to be a great time. Well, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Carly. Bye, bye. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Thank you. You too.